everyone. Welcome to the Worth It All podcast, episode four. Are we on four? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, and I'm also with... Miguel. Miguel. (laughs) (laughs) My soon-to-be husband in nine days. Let's go. Yes, today is Thursday, and we get married next Saturday. How are you feeling? I'm nervous. You do? <laughs> but like it's a good nervous. I'm super nervous. And that's kind of like what we want to talk about on this episode was about marriage and um, how we got engaged yeah. and um, just whatever comes about. Like talk about our nerves about marriage and relationships and kind of wherever the re- the conversation wants to take us. Yeah, but, so that would be awesome. But we got engaged. Um, when did we get engaged? Um, <laughs> I don't even remember. So hard to remember with this. Was it? Ju- it was last month. It was month. July. Yeah. No, it was June. Yeah, it was last month. It was June? Yes. Okay, so I had, I had an idea that you were going to propose sometime soon. Yeah. But I was not expecting it to be that day. Well, you kind of were once we finish our date. Okay, well, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> but we, obviously, we had talked about, like, we want to get married, and I picked out my own ring because I'm going to have it on my hand forever. So I yeah. was like, here's what I want. Whenever you want to get it, go get it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but um, the day that we got engaged was it after work or was it on a weekend it was on a date it was on a weekend it was on a weekend yeah and i had had a gift card to go to this winery place but it was like a restaurant and it was that was like a super fancy place but i did not like it did not cross my mind at all that you were gonna be doing anything but you had told my parents and my parents had coal yeah Kind of so, planned that out a little what bit. was going through your mind? Because I was just thinking, we're going out. I wasn't yeah. thinking, like, you have a ring in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was freaking out. It's just, it's like, how am I going to do it? Um, so, all the stuff that went, when it actually happened where I took it, it was actually spontaneous, kind of. I was like, mm, I have a spot. Because I was like, should I do it in front of the people in the restaurant? I'm like, no. Oh, my she, God, I would literally die. Yeah, she wouldn't like that because she didn't like attention like that. Mm-hmm. She's not an attention, an attention person. I mean, I am, but I'm not at the same yeah. time. And especially when it comes to that. So I was like, mm, let's go somewhere more private. And I had this spot that we did. We went there before, and it was we had a little, we did a little bike Mm-hmm. We went to electric bikes. Yeah, we got electric bikes and we just rode around it's so downtown so fun if you've never done it. Yeah. Get an electric bike. And it's super cheap for mm-hmm. what it was. But yeah, we went down downtown Sarasota and then we drove. We drove. We rode to um, St. Armand's. You almost killed somebody. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. almost ran someone over. That was on the way back. And yeah, so it, it was a funny no it wasn't funny i almost did hit somebody but it was just the way <laughs> oh good heavens you know <laughs> yeah. that um that sound on yeah. tiktok <laughs> just the way it was i was on the sidewalk and when you're on an electric bike you go pretty fast and 
there wasn't no bike lane and I didn't we didn't have helmets so I didn't want to risk mm-hmm. being on the road without a helmet so we were on a bike lane I was on the sidewalk mm-hmm. but the way the it's like a sharp like 90 degree yeah. angle so you're the going parking straight. lot and you, you don't if you don't know the area that well like I didn't know that area well because I never walked there Mm-hmm. So there was a parking spot and there was a building, but there was a wall, so you can't see who's walking from the parking lot to the sidewalk. So oh I just rode right through it, and some <laughs> and this couple was walking, and at the same time they stopped and they just we both. I think they I locked, like flew backwards. I yeah. was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> I locked my brakes. Obviously, I didn't fall, but I tried to like maneuver out of the way. <laughs> Um, You're going so fast. Yeah, and honestly, I think that was more irresponsible in my spot, in my part, because mm-hmm. I was going way faster. Like, a normal bike won't go that fast, but I was yeah. going at least 20 <laughs> down oh the sidewalk. So it was my bad, and you know, it's my immature brain at this point yeah. working in. So Your brain's not fully developed. Yeah, so luckily, we did, I didn't hit nobody. We, we Everybody left un, like without a scratch, so that was good. <laughs> I almost fell because my reaction time to them coming and I'm like trying to stop. I know that was like so scary to watch cause I was behind you yeah. and I was like simultaneously laughing, but also like terrified. Yeah. Oh, uh, we laughed the whole way back cause it was just a I crazy know. experience, but it could have been really bad. But anyway, anyway, we went to this, there's a spot that I don't want to say where it is. Exactly. It was a little, private spot i don't want nobody just you know <laughs> take my spot but anyway it's um, like a like a beach area yeah it's a beach area it's mostly a boat dock but there's a little side little part of this in the side it looks pretty awesome and we went there and it was it was a good moment but it was funny because well okay can i talk a little bit yeah. about leading up to that moment yeah. or did you want to say something no go ahead well after dinner it was raining and you were like let's go get a picture outside. And I'm like, what? Like, you did never ask to get pictures. So I was like, that's super weird, but, like, I'm here for it. And so we ended up, like, taking a picture or whatever. And then you were like, or maybe we both were like, what should we do after this? Like, we're baby-free. Like, let's go do something. But then I was like, let's just go home and watch a movie. Like, it's raining. And you're like, why don't we go watch the sunset? And I'm like what I'm like, it's, it's raining i'm like it's florida it stops in two minutes yeah we'll but like i was like no i kind of really just like want to go home and you were like pushing it yeah and i was like okay so i texted shelby i i probably could pull up the text messages but i won't right now for time but i texted her and i was like miguel's being super weird right now i think he's <laughs> gonna propose and she was like oh my gosh oh my gosh and i'm like I don't feel good. Like I was starting to get really anxious and like, OMG, like, is this really going to happen? So I was telling you in the car, I was like, I want to go home. I don't feel good. (laughs) And I knew like, I was was literally like freaking out. Like, I don't want to get proposed to. I'm too nervous. Like, I just can't do this. Like, am I ready? Like, I don't know. Cause the week before you proposed, we had been going through it. Like, Mm -hmm. Not we were arguing, but it was because I had so much stress. I had started a new job. Cole was going through that whole transition. It was really hard, and so the stress of all that, it was just getting to our relationship. And I was like, "There's no way he's gonna propose." Like I've just not been like the best girlfriend ever. Like 
I was just like, this is not happening. And Shelby's like, oh my gosh, like we're both freaking out. And then you tell me to close my eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no. Like, oh, I literally, I was just freaking out. And what uh, were you doing? Like, how I, were was, you I knew you were freaking out. And then when you were telling me you were sick, I'm like, no, she's not. She's just being <laughs> a little extra. So I was like, close your eyes. But then I was like, on the way there, I was like, mm, should I hold off for, like, a couple more days or something and just make her not think that she's getting proposed? But I was like, I can't wait. Like, I really want to marry her. So I was like, I want to make it actually official and not wait another day. It's like, I have the ring on my possessions. I don't want to just just stare at it and not do anything with it. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. Who? I don't know, whatever goes there. She's like, this is the only chance I got, and it's the only person I want to be with for the rest of my life. So I was like, Aww. I was like, all right, let me just do it. And the funny part is that she did not want to get out of the car. Okay, so <laughs> he tells me he, he needs to get out. Of, he gets to the place. He's like, don't open your eyes. He's like, I'm going to go set up. I'm like thinking, what the heck are you setting up? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm freaking out. I'm like, is there people out there? You're like, no, there's no people. Because I'm like, I don't want there to be nobody. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I can't. I don't want all the eyes on me. I don't want to do any of that. And so you come back and you're like, come on. And I'm like, I'm not getting out of the car. I'm just like, I don't know. I had a million emotions going through my mind. But eventually you get me out of the car and you're like, okay, let me Forced set her. up real quick. And you, I guess at the time I didn't know, but you were setting up your phone. Yeah. And I was like, you're like, okay, you can turn around. And I was like, nope, so I like- wouldn't. <laughs> I wanted, like, I thought it was going to be quick. She's going to turn around, be excited. And then I was, like, the longest proposal video in the world. It's like a five-minute video. I was on my knees, and I was, like, and there's, there's shells and rocks everywhere. And I'm, like, and she's not You're turning around. And I'm in a suit, and she's not turning around. I'm, like, I'm going to get up again. You kind of got a little irritated. You're, like, come on, don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah. That's so funny. It was like, because I was nervous, and when I get nervous, I'm like, I'm very blunt. Like, I was just be mm-hmm. more serious, and it comes out rude and mean, but it's like, I'm trying to do something, and it's not going <laughs> away. I'm nervous, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then she finally turned around, and she was just freaking out. I was scared of what I was going <laughs> to turn around to. Like, was I going to turn around? Like, I just didn't know. It was the unknown that, like, scared yeah. me so much. So, yeah, she turned around, and of course, she's like, well, you had to help me turn around. Uh, yeah. Because I wouldn't turn around on my own. Yeah. <laughs> I was too scared. And it was like, and like I understand. It's like, you're scared, obviously, because of what happened to you. But mm-hmm. I was like, I promised that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen ever. So I was like, all right. And then I got on my knees and I said, will you marry me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like... and there was a rainbow which was really significant for me because and I can talk a little bit about you know why I got divorced and how I'm even in this situation but everything I had gone through in my previous marriage and then being with you and it being like a completely different thing it was like God is so faithful and his promises and I was just like oh my gosh like how significant to see a rainbow and God's promises, like it, that's what it symbolizes. Yeah. And we both were in the car, like just in shock, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. 
But then, and then, of course, we went home to the plan of watching a movie, and we rented Marry Me. Yeah. <laughs> so it was funny. Um, uh, we watched it. It was a funny movie. Mm-hmm. So, but. It was okay. It was all right. <laughs> You're like, it's okay. You know, it's all right. Yeah. But, yeah, so, what, yeah. so, yeah, we're getting married in a little Nine bit over days. a week. Yeah. So. I still haven't wrote my vows yet. Which well, I did. Well, I've sort of touched on it, but I was thinking about it today, and I'm just like, like, a, I, I don't know, we could talk and yeah. <laughs> about no, like, that later, but I was thinking, like, are you going to be like, I vow to blah, 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 or is it going to be like, Samantha, when I first met you, like, <laughs> I need some guidance on how to write it, because I can go both directions. I'm just writing my, just what I'm going to promise you in, my, in our future, and in, just that everything you had done for me so far is just, so it's like, I hope I cry because like <laughs> you're going to cry so I hope you the, cry I'm the biggest baby the moment I know, like, you're the moment probably I, gonna cry I'll probably cry walking up there so well we're doing like a we're eloping but we're Basically, eloping with some close family and we're also gonna do like a first look photo so yeah, so. yeah we're not doing a traditional mm-hmm. or not even other like other type of ways. Just yeah, we're just doing our own ways. Like I'm, I don't yeah. like being traditional. If I wanted a big wedding, would you be okay with that? I really don't care. Just, so, uh, not like that, but like the wedding part of things is mm-hmm. mostly just. Well, originally we were gonna go to the courthouse. Yeah, and then our pastor insisted. Yeah. She'll do it for us, and we're like, yeah. okay. I'm like, oh my gosh, pulling me out of my comfort zone. I'm like, yeah, we could have been married like a month ago when we got engaged, but yeah, it's but fine. It's fine, and honestly, it's probably going to be the best decision we actually make. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel like courthouse is just like doing this, and you're married, and it's like, yeah. oh want something more special. Well, even with family around, I feel like that's going to be super vulnerable and like yeah. a little nerve-wracking. And this is and this is when my family's going to meet your family for the first mm-hmm. time, which my three That's always weird. Just my three little small family, just three people in my family mm-hmm. technically versus <laughs> yeah. like an Italian Italian family. Well, most of my family's all spread out, yeah, but but like the main people. Yeah. You know, which I hope I can meet everybody else too in one day, but Yeah. But yeah, I just, I you know, it just feels so real at this moment because it's I so know. close, and I'm like, just like this is my first time doing uh, like marrying somebody, <laughs> and it's like my last time marrying somebody. You're a like, rookie, no, I'm kidding. I'm, it's like it should it should be everybody's first and mm-hmm. last, but yeah. you know stuff Sometimes happens. That doesn't happen, yeah. So I I in my family it's just been like nothing consistent like my dad wasn't there and there was like never somebody there to another male figure or a family sort of speak mm-hmm. like there wasn't a it was always a broken home but your like, your mom and dad were married is yeah, that right yeah but they got divorced pretty early on yeah so not early on they were together for a while but my mom wanted to leave jamaica and come live in the states and he didn't want to do that. And I don't know the detail. I never mm-hmm. went into detail because, like, I really, I try to, sh- like, mm-hmm. not know anything about him. And I was like, oh, you should learn about your dad. Like, there's nothing there to learn because he's n- never been there. And it's just 
basically just it's just my mom my mom is my mom and my dad yeah since i was a kid there was people male figures but they never stuck around Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm talking about like i don't want to do that go that route i just want to be with somebody and just that one person from the rest of my life and have a family and just always be together like i want to die with the person i marry i don't want to have two of their three or four different wives Mm -hmm. it's like no that's not i don't want to do that and now it's like this is kind of personal but like like, sam is my first everything so that's kind of weird what to say but (laughs) we're just putting it out there i'm gonna be his everything (laughs) (laughs) she's blushing right now it's a lot of pressure i know I can't believe you're saying that. I don't care. It's like I'm being honest with everybody. It's like... Miguel has saved himself for yeah. his wife. And soon-to-be wife. Yeah. Which and, I appreciate so much. And people's like, that's not true. I'm mm-hmm. like, look at me. I like... You can know Yeah, as an almost 25-year-old male... Yeah. That is something to be very proud of. Yeah, it's like... Especially living in the culture I live in. It's like... You do it and get... Like... My mom, like, I love my mom, but my mom is not the, you know, super religious. She's not, she's just my mom and just, like, Cuban, Hispanic, full-blown. And, like, she always says, like, I'm going to send you to Cuba so you can do this and that. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to another country to do something with some other person. It's like, no, I'm going to save myself for my wife. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I don't want to. And I like tell her that, and she's like, she's always been weird about it. I'm like, mom, it's, like, this yeah, is not people right. People don't understand it. Like, you shouldn't do this. You should do this with your one and only. Like, you mm-hmm. don't do that with just anybody. That's so like personal, and like, you put your soul into like you're connecting souls mm-hmm. and ripping it apart. It's like so bad for your mind, yeah. your bodies. It's like, it just destroys you. So mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. So I was like, I'm gonna just wait. Which well, was... there's, like, this thing I saw one time, and it was, like, a heart, and then, like, it was, like, a TikTok or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, you you have your paper heart, and then, like, somebody comes along, and, like, she glued the heart to, mm-hmm. the, to her heart as if, like, okay, they're in a relationship, yeah. whatever. But then that person leaves, and then they rip the heart off, but there's still a piece there. Yeah. And you go through all these relationships, and there's still all these pieces of these people yeah. that you've given, especially, like if you give yourself sexually to somebody or whatever, it's like people don't think that that like means anything, but it does. Yeah. It's like, I always like people like they always brag about it. I'm like, I don't care. Like don't brag about something like that. That's so like terrible. Like don't do that. That's like, it's nasty. You're ripping, you're hurting people, especially like there's some like, especially men is like, some of these girls actually want to be with you and they're like giving themselves to you mm-hmm. and then you go and do something mm-hmm. unloyal and stuff like that and it's like it hurts people yeah and the same way with women so women do it too i'm not saying the guys mm-hmm. just don't do it they you don't just do that and like rip it away from somebody it's yeah. like because they're gonna be with you forever you can remember who was the first time you did something with like mm-hmm. i didn't want that i was like I want to remember the first time I did anything is with <laughs> my wife. Like That's amazing. It's like, that's so, like, I guess old school. I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel like. It's good. It's like, especially nowadays, like, everything's like, you can do whatever you want. And not that you haven't had opportunities either. Oh, yeah. 
had millions of opportunities. <laughs> you player. No, I, I barely had any relationships growing up. It's just that I was just around the type of people. Mm-hmm. Like growing up in high school and just like, like the whole like high school and the movie stuff, like the popular kids and stuff. Like I always was surrounded around that because I played sports. Mm-hmm. And then all these, you go to parties and do, do things, and then like people want to jump on you, and it's like I don't want that. Like, yeah. there's been times like I was like, should I? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, eh, <laughs> no. It's like, I, like that's part of me. It's like I'll wait to mm-hmm. that. Like I don't want to do that with somebody that I might not even be with forever, or it's just like. I don't know. I feel like because I was raised by a woman, I have more of a woman's thinking and stuff. Because I know a lot about women, and some like I surprise Sam sometimes with the stuff I know, like <laughs> about women's stuff. And it's like it's like the only thing I was around. Like, yeah, I never had like men stuff. Like, I never had a man sit me down and be like, "Yeah, man, you gotta do this, you gotta do that." I'm like, no. So it's just weird, but yeah. That's the whole fun part of being married for me, I guess. Like, yeah, well, I, like you were saying earlier, you said something about, like, you never, like, you get married and you want that to be, like, your only person and sometimes that doesn't work yeah. out. Like, I don't think that's anyone's goal is to, like, get married a hundred times. Yeah. Like, in my case, I thought it was with the person I was going to be with yeah. forever, as weird as that sounds coming out of my mouth now, like... <laughs> Six, seven years ago when I made that decision, I really did. And especially when I had my son, like, I never thought in a hundred years that I would be going through, well, I'm not going through a divorce anymore, but Mm -hmm. would have gone through a divorce. And essentially my divorce ended because of infidelity, not on my part, but on the other person's part. And this is not to bash that person at all. If you know him, I did work very hard to save my marriage and it takes two people not just one but um i read something right before we started that said 50 percent of marriages will end in divorce Mm -hmm. which is crazy yeah just and it's because some people don't they just jump into a wedding like to a marriage Mm -hmm. and don't like Like me (laughs) like i did (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you need to f- like and like ignore certain signs like oh yeah like that's weird I, like should i mm-hmm. like, should i do i want to deal with that for the rest of my life it's like yes. hmm, that's not something that's yeah. loyal or or you know is that could it be my husband or is that my wife like you yeah. see things like that to people like and i always and when like when i got to me and our me and sam's relationship i just flat out like just let myself be who I am and they're like if you don't like it oh well like you you just like let it be it's like goodbye thanks and this and that but I always want to be full 100% me and not mm-hmm. be something like be good and do this all of that just to yeah. get what I want and then marry that person and then my all my inner dark secrets come out once you're married because then it's like it's the it's bad for both of you Mm -hmm. like you're gonna have an unhappy wife and you're gonna be miserable because you're not gonna get stuff Mm -hmm. like get what you want from your wife because she's like i don't love you anymore so i'm not gonna so like and it comes 
Or people just think like, oh, it'll be, it will get better when we get married or it will get better once we have kids. No. It's like nothing will get better no. with adding anything no. on top of the stress you already have. Yeah. If you have problems in your relationship, getting married and signing a paper yeah. does not make it any better. If anything, it makes it a hundred times worse. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, if you argue, just try to resolve it as quick as you can. It's not like... Me and Sam fight, but it's the always. I wouldn't even say the word fight. We don't fight. We, we just, like we get are, in small, tiny little disagreements. And it's or always arguments. because we're stressed about work or we're yes. stressed about something that happened, and then it builds up, and we don't talk about it instant, like right yeah. away. Um, I wouldn't even even. I wouldn't have even said we get into like. I don't even think we've had like a big argument before a no. fight i wouldn't even say that no we never i can count like two times that i've gotten upset mm-hmm. and like cried but you're always or both of us are quick to be like this is why mm-hmm. i got angry and i'm sorry or whatever yeah like we're always trying to say sorry like mm-hmm. as quick as can like because you don't know what that person's going through and then if you just like run away and go being by yourself like sam wants to like always run away and be by herself no i'm right behind her i'm like no we're gonna talk about talk about the situation and then we're gonna apologize whoever's at fault apologize and then if you want a little time by yourself fine but we're not gonna just have a like have a little argument and then Mm -hmm. run away and go hide yeah we want to go i always follow and she does the same thing like i'll Go and well, I'll give you myself. a little bit of time. Yeah, because like, I like to have time to process my thoughts. Yeah, and I don't let her do that. I'm like, no, we're gonna talk mm. about it now because it's like, I want to know what I did to upset mm-hmm. you, and I want you to know what you did to upset me. So like, I want to get it done now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to wait because that just makes it worse. Makes mm-hmm. you the person that you go upstairs and the guy, the person or whoever stays downstairs, and they're just in this in their minds like, what did I do? Like. Is she still love me? Or just mm-hmm. they're like, is she gonna break up with me? It's like, no, let's talk about it now, and then we give ourselves our space, mm-hmm. and then but we know that we already apologized to each other, we talked about it, we moved on from it, and then you mm-hmm. just go do your your, go sit down and take a breather, and then mm-hmm. come back downstairs or whatever, <laughs> give me a hug and a kiss. <laughs> like, yeah, like sometimes you'll get upset and you'll walk off and i'm like okay i know like something's upsetting you but then you come back and you're always like i got upset because this that and the other and i'm sorry like i reacted that way or whatever yeah i try to do that a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) i do that a lot i'm not i need to learn to do that more because it's almost like i get upset but i know why i'm getting upset but i'm embarrassed to admit why i got upset you know what i mean yeah it's like and it obviously goes back to your um your past is like you're scared to say what you're doing you're feeling because you're gonna get oh i didn't mean it. like i didn't mean it like that gaslighted or, or, or like turning the table yeah you get your tables turn around and it's always your fault it's like no right. there's somebody at fault and it's never the person's fault because they got upset at you you did something wrong and you need to understand what you did wrong and and like apologize for it even if you what you feel like whatever you did wasn't wrong mm-hmm. it upset somebody and you want to always apologize for them and it's just like it could be for the smallest things you always need to apologize because that because if you have anger built into you and especially when you get into marriage 
and you built and you have this frustration in you, it's mm-hmm. going to come out eventually. Yeah. And it can turn really bad. And that's something I don't want to do. And that's not that's something I want to have in a marriage is like hold things in. And I'm like, no, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about it. And then if we're upset still and we need time to process it, all right. But we're talking about it first and then we do whatever we need to do. Mm-hmm. So That's good. Yeah, a lot of times, I don't know, in my past relationship or even multiple relationships, it's like I held in everything. Yeah, because you always got your tables turned on you. And it's like, well, even it? in not my ex-husband, but my ex-boyfriend, it was like constantly like you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong. And it's like, okay, I can't express how I feel. Yeah. So it's like this unraveling in my relationship with you. It's like, okay, what should I be doing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like when we like we first started dating. She started like we you talked about it before. She just started like trying to start an argument, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, no, 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 we're not gonna do that. Like, what's wrong? Like, <laughs> we, and then she stopped, and she's like, and she knew whatever she was mad about was like not a big deal, and then we just. Like, we squashed it. It was like, mm-hmm. all right. There was no reason to be mad at me. If you're mad about something or upset about something, don't scream at me. Because that makes everything worse. Mm-hmm. When you scream at somebody and you escalate, whatever, especially for what my background, if I get yelled at or, like, ups, like somebody's upset about me, but they're not talking to me in the manner that I want. Like, mm-hmm. And it sounds, like, selfish, but I'm not saying, like, just talk to me like a human. Don't talk to me like... Yeah. Don't scream at me. I'm like, I'm not a, yeah, uh, whatever. But like, don't talk to me. Like, something's wrong. You want to talk about it, but don't come swinging, like mm-hmm. swinging, basically. Don't come screaming at me, cause I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like getting screamed at. Nobody likes getting screamed at, and especially yeah. when it's for something you did. Yeah. And like, I know I did it, but talk to me like somebody, like a human. Like, talk yeah. to me like you're talking to somebody in your street or like. <laughs> Like a friendly argument, like I like mm-hmm. to call it. It's just like, it's an argument, but don't escalate it because that just makes it worse. Yeah. And then you both start screaming at each other and then... It just heightens everything. Yeah. But you actually have taught me, because we're Italian, we're loud people in my family. I'm Cuban, I'm loud as fuck too. So. <laughs> so, well, I had gotten into an argument with my boss the other day because, whatever, like it doesn't matter, but she had come at me with like, kind of like an attitude and I didn't appreciate it. And Mm -hmm. I had said like, I don't understand why you're talking to me like this. Mm -hmm. And that person came at me like really aggressive. And I was just like flabbergasted. Like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And so I was getting loud and they're telling me I need to calm down because I'm getting loud. And I'm like, I'm getting loud because you're getting loud and we're all frustrated. And it just like makes everything so much worse. Like today, like I lose my patience with Cole, especially recently, but like I've been having a lot of patience with him, but like I can tell a difference. Like when I lose my temper when he's angry already, it makes, obviously I'm like, it's hard to control, but it's like, I know he's angry and now I'm getting angry and it just makes it worse. But like today I could tell he was really angry at whatever was happening. And I calmly was like, come talk to me. Like, let's talk through this. Mm. And it was like, it didn't escalate. 
yeah. you know? And Even though that's hard sometimes. Yeah, because it's like you're frustrated, and especially for you in your case, you're frustrated because he's not supposed to be in your classroom, and then him knowing, oh, mom is here, I can do whatever I want. Exactly. And she's like, no, mom's at work. She just has to take care of 20 other kids. Literally. I you're not your number one today. priority right now. Mm-hmm. She's still your mom, but she's at work. She, mm-hmm. He doesn't understand, obviously, because he's three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he gets frustrated because he doesn't get what he normally gets at home. Like yeah, because at home, rules. Is, yeah, there's rules when you're at school and you need to mm-hmm. follow those. And like for my case, like I had an argument with a garbage guy the other day. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like, and you have the sticker on your window to prove it. I know. It's like obviously I didn't know. And I thought I left enough space. It was the recycling guy, the ones that they don't get out of their trucks to, like, put the garbage in the truck. They use a little claw machine, and then they dump it in the truck for themselves. Mm-hmm. I was cleaning my last house of the day. I just want to get there and get down. So I didn't notice how close I was to, a, to the recycling bin. And I obviously didn't know that it's illegal. Now I know. Mm-hmm. It's illegal to park in front of a, of a garbage bin out in the street. And in front of the mailboxes. I didn't know that was illegal. I didn't know that either. So I was, I'm like, I hear honking, but I'm like, it could be for anything. Cause I can't see, cause I'm somebody's backyard. So I don't know what he's honking about. So I get up and he's writing a little thing and he sticks it on the windshield. And then he just screams at me. I'm like, first of all, who are you screaming at? <laughs> and I'm Hispanic. I'm Cuban. And I was really ghetto. <laughs> and like, he caught you, you at a bad time. Caught me at a bad time. It was hot. It was hot. It's a summer in Florida. 90-something degrees. It was 90 degrees with a 75% humidity, so it was 140 outside. <laughs> I'm drenched sweating. I'm literally in my last house of the day. I'm exhausted, and he comes screaming at me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, instead of like talking, like, you know, hey, man, this is right. illegal to he park. He could have taught you. Yeah. Ew, this is illegal to park in front of... And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I mm-hmm. understand. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. So I'll park for right. up. No, he comes in with a screaming attitude. I'm like... Mm-hmm. Which makes f- you first, then... F- it triggers, it and, triggers yeah. me. And now I'm like, who the heck are you talking to? I, didn't, I was a little... Sorry, I mean, no, I'm Christian. <laughs> he may have said some explicits. I may have blown up. And I obviously, like caught myself when I got in my truck and I settled down and then I basically called for forgiveness. I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to do that. But I was so mad. I was like, if mm-hmm. he does one more thing, this is going to go down. And then, <laughs> oh my and then it caught him off guard because I responded back in his mm-hmm. level. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, hey man, and you know, like, it happens all the time. I'm like, He's I understand. I know. I'm like, I know it happens all the time, but you don't talk to somebody mm-hmm. in that tone. And he's like, you know, I'm like, now I know it's illegal, which I don't know if it's illegal. He's just saying that or it's like just for like, I'm like, come on. But I'm, and I'm calling Sam like, man, this man, he thinks his job is so hard. He sits in his air conditioned truck <laughs> with a little claw machine dumping charges. In the, and mm-hmm. I'm like. I'm like, I'm in the sun all day, and he's like, he can't get out of his truck for two seconds to move the tr- thing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? And in my mind, when you called me, I'm like, y'all are just two men, hardworking <laughs> men, working outside. Like, why can't y'all just have been like, 
hey man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey no. man, like, did you know that this was illegal or something? Yeah. And I'm like, he could have talked to me in a nicer tone. Like, hey, man, you know, this is. And then what really frustrated me that he saw me walking up to the truck and he still stuck the dang sticker on my windshield. We all know that dang sticker. We know when you get the tow, you're going to get towed thing sticker and apartment complexes and you try to rip it off and it leaves the thing thin in the back. <laughs> It's still on my truck. I can't figure out it. I like. I need to get a little razor to take it off. Mm-hmm. But it frustrates me. I'm like you see me walking up to you. Why you stick the thing? Mm-hmm. So that was already. I got mad at that. I'm like, oh. I got that sticker mm-hmm. thing on my, on my, window. And I'm like, all right. And then he just talked to me like that. I was like, yeah. So I'm like, man. I really don't want to be angry, but it's like the last. It's the last thing in my. It's like, the last few minutes of work. I'm exhausted and mm-hmm. this heat and I'm like the I heat blew. brings out some sort of demon in me every time. Like honestly, I I'm oh a, my lord, I'm a man, I'm a big man, and when I sweat, I sweat like the ocean. Like I I, I can fill up the ocean with my shirt if I wring it, but it was this is so hot and like I hate the summer sun mm-hmm. in Florida. It's very hot. It's getting to the point that I can smell myself after work. <laughs> Which is like, I try not to smell myself at work because I know everybody else can smell it, and I don't like being the smelly kid. <laughs> I don't, I do not like being like triggered. I, <laughs> I was at the getting cool haircut, and I was sitting there, and I'm like, oh, people can smell me right now. It's like I don't like it, but anyway, we're going off topic here. That's so funny. Well, it made me think of like they always. I don't know who says it, but that saying of like, you know, when life squeezes you, what's going to come out? And like, I've been thinking about that. What were you about to say? I don't know. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) you're about to say But like, you squeeze an orange, orange juice comes out. Like, you squeeze a Christian, why are all these demons coming out of you? You know, like, what should be coming out? And I've been thinking about that lately, like, because life is squeezing me right now. It's at the tail end. It's. Yeah. I feel like it's about to and give I think a little we, and bit. I think you need a little vacation, which is coming soon. It's coming, our honeymoon. Yeah. Um. Well, like weekend getaway. Yeah, but, but. I feel like it's me and Cole have been when we come up when we get to work because he's in my class for another week, mm-hmm. in a day. I like literally sit in the car, and he reminded me yesterday actually because we've been. We pull up to work and we pray and I'll like put worship mm-hmm. music on and I'm just like getting ready, like filling my body up. So when I get squeezed, Jesus comes out, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I have good responses and I'm not agitated. But we pulled up yesterday and I was like, come on, Cole, let's go. And he's like, mom, we didn't pray. We need to pray. I'm like, yeah. okay, I totally forgot. <laughs> but like, that's good. But like, and he's been praying and like. Just, like, noticing that I'm, like, his example. Like, I'm, he's watching me and how I'm Mm -hmm. living my life. And, like, all, I was, I was actually singing in the car yesterday. And he's like, Mommy, why are you praying? I'm like, I'm actually singing a Christmas song. (laughs) (laughs) But that's good. Yeah. But I like I even had a headache the other day and he was I said, Cole, can you pray for me? And I took a video. It was so cute. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can you pray for me? And when he was a baby, he used to be like, Amen. Like that's all he would say yeah. was Amen. But yesterday he's like, Jesus, 
mommy's head hurts and can you make it feel better please please amen it was like so cute i gotta remember those just amen because we used to like sit at the table to eat yeah like a couple months ago it's like he's trying to change now but like we're like oh you want to pray because it's always cute to let the kid pray and he just goes, he said, but like, would you, amen. Yeah, like, he would literally just mumble stuff. He would mumble stuff, and it's like, poopy, amen. Like, <laughs> that's fair word is poopy. Poopy head, poopy this, poopy that, amen. <laughs> but he's crazy. He's crazy, but he's fun. And today, like, I took him to get a haircut, and I told him, you gotta, you know, because he goes to the haircut, he doesn't, he doesn't like the hair, and he just doesn't, but yeah. like. I told him you need to behave. <laughs> like, I, like I need. I told him like you need to be good, and then that's all I said. Be good, and you're gonna get candy because he obviously got it all. He got, he, I don't know something. He picks sweet tarts for some reason. I'm like, I never seen you eat that. But anyway, <laughs> gross. And but the whole time he's getting a haircut, he's like, "Girl, am I being all good?" I'm like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing good." Like, he's like, "Am I gonna be able to watch TV?" I'm like, "Yeah, you can watch TV." Just, it's like, don't. That's like when you picked him up today. He's like, "Was I good today?" I'm yeah. like, "I don't know." You tell me, boy. He, <laughs> he does that. Because, he does that. To, he says that to me because when I pick him up when he's having a rough day, I'm like, "You weren't being good. You weren't. You weren't being a good listener." Uh-huh. And then, and like, I try not to use the good and bad, but sometimes it just comes out of me. I'm like, "You weren't being good today." And every now every time I pick him up, I was good today. Mm-hmm. And then I had to confirm, and then he was like, "Yeah, he was okay." I'm like, "You were okay. We weren't listening." And then he, that's why he does that to me every time he walks by. Mm-hmm. But he was doing that all the time in the barbershop. He was just like, "Am I being good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you're being good. Just stay still. Hey, stay still." And you, I send you pictures of him being still, like <laughs> with his so face. Funny. <laughs> so, but what really got to me is when we were driving back. And I'm like, man, you look so handsome. And he's mm-hmm. like, and now he's getting all these information and words in his head that he doesn't know how to, he uses them in the good, in the mm-hmm. right terms. And he's, I'm like, you're so handsome. He goes, you serious? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm handsome. You serious? I'm like, where did you get that from? He's so funny. <laughs> it's like. These new words, like I, I never heard him say, "You're serious." Or like, <laughs> he's getting all these new words. Well, he's in a room with five year olds yeah. right now, so he's oh, he'll be four next month. But he's with a room of five year olds, and they're teaching him all these things. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I had to get on him today because I overheard. And this was this is what sucks about like parenting is like them finding out who to hang out with and who the right people to yeah. hang out with and like what. The right thing to do is, and, like, mm-hmm. this kid, he he was playing with two boys. And one of the boys, they were kind of, like, picking on the other, other kid. Yeah. And that's and, boys. That's what we do. But, you okay. Know, it's but, a bad example, but, like, <laughs> I think it's just the nature of a boy, just the male figures. Like, we always want to, like, like, right now, like, if I hang out with a group of friends... We're going to talk crap about each other. We're going to, not to behind our backs, but we're going to make fun of yeah, you. Yeah, you rag on each other. And, like, we're just, like, you know. Yeah. But, like, as a kid. But as, like, like, three and four and five-year-olds, yeah. like, they shouldn't be doing that. But anyway, this kid had turned to Cole and said, like, tell this kid this and that. And I, I overheard, I was, had happened to be standing right there, and Cole said, 
I hate your building. And they were like playing with magnetiles. Mm-hmm. And I freaking turned so fast. And I like, Cole knew my look. Because I had big eyes and I was like shocked. And I said, what did you just say? And he said, well, he told me to say it, which is like kids love to point the finger. Like yeah. humans love to point the finger. But yeah, it doesn't grow. I was like, that is my biggest thing I'm trying to teach the kids at preschool right now. And especially Cole is like, you have to determine, even if people are telling you to do the wrong thing, mm-hmm. you need to like filter that and yeah. figure out, is and, this the right thing to do? And it's good to t- teach them early. And like until when they're getting older, like when you're a teenager, you try to be more re- like rogue. Like do you want to do whatever you want to do? You don't want to fit it. You want to fit in. Yeah. So people tell you do this, do that, and then you need to teach them early. Like if somebody tells you to jump off a bridge and there's no water underneath, will you jump? Absolutely not. No. So don't whatever people tell you, you think just process it in your head. And it's like is this the right thing to do? And then. If it's like something like good, like some like tell them to say this, like encouraging, yeah, do it. But if it's like something to hurt somebody's feelings and like just bring yeah. them down, it's like you shouldn't do that. Because what I, happens if the the word the the role was reversed and they were doing it yeah. to you? How would that make you feel? My biggest thing is like in my old classroom, which I haven't. I'm not in my own classroom right now. I'm, like, taking over someone's classroom. But we had something called a kindness basket. And it's, like, you literally have to teach children to be kind. Because they will do whatever they see. If I'm an evil person, Cole's going to think, oh, he's not going to know that's evil. He just thinks that's normal. You literally have to teach kids how to be kind. Because you see little one- and two-year-olds ripping toys out of kids' hands. Like, Mm -hmm. it's our nature to be selfish and you literally do have to teach some kindness. So anyway, the story behind the kindness basket is when I would see them doing something kind and they didn't think they were getting a reward for being kind, like uh-huh. teaching them kindness without having a reward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I saw you like help someone clean up. Okay. You get to move a ball into the kindness basket. Once the kindness basket's filled up, we have a little kindness party where they get a little treat. Mm-hmm. But the more they did stuff, it's like they weren't seeking moving a ball to get a party, it's just they were doing it because they knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's always good to teach them early on. But I don't know what, you, what else do you want to tackle. I don't know. We kind of kind of went on like we went on a whole. Different, we went on a tangent, which is good. This is what a podcast is. You're just talking, having a conversation. So, oh, you're always gonna have topics but not all the mm-hmm. time like we will have some topics here and then go off in our own little thing and like what happened today like you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that well i'm super excited for next week we're meeting with our personal pastor yeah who's been doing our premarital counseling and i feel like july has been kind of busy it's been hard to get some people to come and yeah. be with us but august we have like people lined up every week yeah. so that's super exciting but i guess the only thing i wanted to talk about was What's your number one fear in our marriage or yeah. nude marriage? And what's your like number one like excitement or hope or dream or mm-hmm. something like that? Well, my number one fear is not being a good provider, not being the man, the leader that, you know, supposed to be protecting their family and just making sure there's food and 
there's the right decisions being made. I'm scared that that's my fear is like not being that person. And that's just, that's just my fear is just not being the, the leader that of the house that mm-hmm. you need to be as a man. You need to be the leader, the provider is, oh, is, is in our DNA. We provide, we lead like, that's just the alpha male mm-hmm. thing. Some and it sometimes it's reversed. Sometimes it's the woman's leader and and, mm-hmm. and the provider, which is like to to them their mm-hmm. own, you know, like to whom to whatever the, the saying is. But yeah, that's my fear is just like not being the man of God and the leader that I need to be for my family and my wife. Oh, my wife and my family mm-hmm. is that's the order. Yeah, but. I think that's a fear that all men have. A lot of pressure falls on men mm-hmm. as a like societal thing. Like men are the providers, men make the money, women deal with whatever else. Mm-hmm. Like not saying women don't work, I'm talking like just in general the pressure mostly is on men. Yeah. And that's like a big thing. And a you know, a normal fear for you and men all over. Yeah. Especially because we talked about, like, if we have a kid in the future, mm-hmm. my goal is I want, ideally, I want to stay home for at least a year because that's what I did yeah. with Cole. I stayed home for, like, 15 months. And God makes a way, yeah. obviously. But, like, there is stress. Like, yeah. one income is especially going to be very yeah. hard. And, and especially with my work, is like, obviously, I don't want to do this, what I'm doing now forever. I want to find a, I don't know, good job with benefits and you know, but right now it's whatever God puts in front of me. That's what I'm going to do until God tells me, you oh, you can want to take the this turn. And mm-hmm. right now it's like everything's doing good for me. I just got a raise. So it's like I'm good. And I know my boss is also, he's a man of God as well. It's like mm-hmm. he, my company is basically a Christian company. Obviously not everybody's Christian, but majority of us are Christians. So... I bet you, like, if I'm like, oh, I'm having a kid, I need a raise, I need more routes, I mm-hmm. need something, he's going to provide it for me. Yeah. So, like, I know that's going to be, hopefully that's what's the case is going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I know that's going to happen. You never know. But, like, yeah, he's he always told me from the back, he's like, if you need new routes, just let me know. Or more pools. And, like, it's like, if there is a pool, he'll give it to me. Mm-hmm. So, like. It just depends on the route. So if it's not in my circle area, I'm not going to get it, but obviously. But, yeah, that's my fear is not being able to, like, pay the bill. Like like you said, you want to be mm-hmm. home for a year. Like, am I, am I going to be able to make enough and provide enough for all of us mm-hmm. to keep the roof above our heads and food in the fridge and, like, Stuff for the baby and stuff for Cole and stuff for you is like, do I have that? And that's my fear is like, I need to, when that day comes, like, is this what I need to be doing right now? Or God lead me somewhere that can help me provide for my family. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see when that happens. But who knows? Okay. So what is your biggest excitement about marriage? Well, or... we all know well, it's not okay. <laughs> as soon as I was saying that, I'm like... Yep, I know uh, what that is. I'm kidding. No, that's not. But that's not besides the... that, <laughs> what else are you excited about? Um, just our the, this new journey, 
in our relationship is like what are we gonna like what are we gonna do next like I want to have fun like mm-hmm. I don't want to just be the person that comes to work goes to work comes home and doesn't do anything I want to have want to at least travel I know you don't do planes so like drive somewhere <laughs> but like I want to do that I want to make sure I have like I said provide enough money that we're living comfortable extremely comfortable and we're able to do stuff like that and just you know grow family with you um you know like be that man for you it was like I want to, that's what makes me was my biggest what am I going with this that's what I'm looking for for the future just like have a happy wife happy family basically okay. I want to make sure that you always love me and I and I know that's always going to be the case she does not hate me or not love me at points. She always loves me. Like we tell Cole, if you're angry at them, you still love them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, right. that's my my plan and my excitement for the, the this new chapter. Nice. Just building a family with you. Yeah. <laughs> and just having you, you make me blush. I can't stop staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like looking at you like <laughs> Well, I'm excited too. I feel like since I was like not since I was a little girl, because as a little girl I was a tomboy. Like I was like, I'm never as, getting married. As I'm little girls, kid. you were like, I wanna marry um Prince Charming. <laughs> like Um, it was Chad Michael Murray in my case. A lot of people probably are like, Who's the <laughs> One Tree Hill, look it up. Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> A Cinderella story with Hillary Duff. <laughs> I was obsessed with him. He literally, I had a picture of him on my ceiling. My, <laughs> I used to say goodnight to him. My whole thing was, the, it was um, Selena Gomez. The way oh I was my gonna, God. I, I would like watch Waver, Wizard of Waverly Place just to like be like. Ah. <laughs> well, I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know when like my mind changed, but I always. Like, not always, but, like, when I got older, I really felt like it was in my DNA. Like, I wanted to be a wife, and I wanted to be a mother. Yeah. Like, that was, like... That should be every, every woman's goal. It's like, you want to be <laughs> the wife with yeah. the kids, and, like... Like, if you were... I know some people don't want to have kids, and I'm not saying you should have kids. If you don't feel like you can't... Like, you don't want kids because you feel like you can't support them or stuff like that, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Because that makes this not fair for them to be born into, like, oh, my mom wasn't ready for me. And then they get this mindset of, like, am I worth it? And does she love me? Am I, like, let's say, like, am I a mistake? You know, mm-hmm. I don't, that's, for me, that's hard. If you can't, if you don't, can't have kids and don't want to have kids and you there's a reason why, just, we understand. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want kids, just get kids because they're the best thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted a kid, and now I'm kind of like, hmm, hmm, yeah. I, is there a return label on him? <laughs> yeah, that's, that happens to everybody. I'm kidding. But obviously, the, the love of your kids is different. Like the love, like mm-hmm. that's an instant love. Like they pop out of the mom, and you look at them. You're like, oh, I'm in love. <laughs> it's like. With other things, you need to, like, am I, am I sure I love this person? No. The moment you hear... <laughs> ah! What you, are you talking Like, about? the moment you hear a baby cry, you're like, I'm in love. <laughs> My love. <laughs> okay, there's seriously a thing, like, 
I won't even be with Cole. I'll be shopping alone. And I hear someone crying and I immediately like get this knee jerk reaction. And I'm like, my baby. Yeah. Like, I'm like, and then I'm like, oh God. Like my heart, yeah. I it races. You told you you told me about that. It was like Phantom something. Remember, oh, it's like Phantom cries or something. Yeah, remember, like we first started dating, and I was like, I'm like Cole's crying, and you're like, <laughs> No, he's not. He's fine. I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, Are you short? So I go dad ch- mode. So I go and check. I'm like, Okay, he's good. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, It's not even a newborn child, a but like, because I came into the light and I want to be his dad. I want to be mm-hmm. his father. It was like, I'm, my I'm getting kept, like catching up because mm-hmm. I wasn't there from the beginning. So I'm like hearing these things when they're not actually happening. I'm like, is this normal? Like, and then yeah, I told it's crazy. You told me, and I'm like, that's actually a thing. I'm it like, is oh, crazy. Wow. And I remember having that as a younger because of my siblings because I basically helped raise them. So I was like, I haven't heard that in a while. So I'm like, what? <laughs> It's cr- like they're crying, and it's like, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. But go ahead. Or it's like, soon as someone cries in class, it's like this, again, like knee jerk reaction where I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. I need to help them. Like, what's wrong? Like, yeah. this motherly instinct inside of me. But yeah, I think one of my fears for marriage, which I've been very open with you about, yeah. is failing and mm-hmm. being, you know. I don't want to be divorced again. I yeah. think it's embarrassing to just say I've been divorced once. Yeah. Like I'm a statistic and all these other things. Like it's been very humbling to yeah. be like, like I've been through this before. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, like what you said, it takes two mm-hmm. to fix a marriage. Yeah. And obviously I can, I cannot see myself failing somebody. I feel like there's a reason I'm marrying you. Is like, why would I not want to be married with you? If there's a problem in your marriage, figure it out. Mm-hmm. There's there's so, so many, many avenues you can. Yeah, there's counseling. so many people to talk to. Go to your pastor. Talk to them. Mm-hmm. Try to fix it. There's something that's in the way. Remove it out of the way. Like, mm-hmm. if it's the internet, like, is it like social media? Delete delete your social medias. Not just one social media, all of them. Dang. Um, (laughs) No, because everything, whatever was on one social media is eventually going to creep up to the next one. Mm -hmm. Because it's by your algorithm. It's what you like. It's what you want to be drawn to. Is is that something that's going to affect you? Is Oh, Facebook. Oh, okay, yeah, but remember, Facebook owns Instagram. Facebook owns Instagram. So whatever is on Facebook is going to go to Instagram. Like, when you post a post on Facebook, what happens? Automatically goes to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Whatever's on the social media that's making the, the, the relationship struggle, just delete your, your social media. Mm-hmm. You don't need social media. Go back yeah. to old school. Go to the news. Even though the news sometimes is, now it's not even news. Don't, if, go to newspaper. Better there. Don't listen to the TV. <laughs> we should call this the ADHD podcast. I know. Cause With I have, all the bunny trails we take. I have ADHD. It's confirmed in my my <laughs> thing. 
People in, say, your, in your in your permanent record or yeah. growing up they'd be like that's in your permanent record yeah. i'm like what where is this record Wait, what's that say it's in your permanent record i'm like no when i turn 18 my record is clean so <laughs> i i was a criminal i know okay whatever you did before yes. you were an adult obviously if you murder somebody it's completely if you get charged mm-hmm. as an adult uh, i mean like things in school they'd be like this is going on your permanent well, referrals record. Like, referrals they stay in your record where is this record? It stays in the school system. So, like, <laughs> if you go to a different school, they know what you did in your old school. Oh. You know what I mean? So, that's, it's in your permanent record. <laughs> like, detention is not in your record. But if you get a referral, you're, it's on the record. I got one time I got detention, in-school detention, because I left a gum wrapper on my desk. Oh, that's dumb. My teacher was out to get me. <laughs> And I was so like. I used to get detention for skipping school. <laughs> I like went into the little detention and I like was just like writing notes to my friends. Like, I'm in detention for the first time ever. Like, <laughs> I was a good kid. Like, what is going on? In elementary school, I used to get in fights a lot and it was just be. What? Well, they used to do the. Oh, you're suspended, you go home. Mm-hmm. But then. Which is like a privilege. Yeah. <laughs> but then what my school, our school system in Miami did was. There's something called CSI, but it's not what it means. And, like, the law is, it was called indoor suspension. So, like, you don't miss school. You're, mm-hmm. you're counted as, oh, he's school. And then whatever things your teacher has, they will give you a packet or whatever. They will put all the assignments for that day and give it to what you. What did you call it? CIS? No, we call it CSI. Oh, <laughs> ours was ISS, in school suspension. Oh, yeah, but we call it CSI for some reason. I could be wrong, could be ISS, whatever it was, <laughs> but I remember saying being CSI. Oh, we all called it CSI, and we could have been real dumb kids. Oh my gosh. But we called it CSI. That's so funny. But like, I honestly like being there better than being in the classroom because it was barely. It'll be just two of us sometimes. It won't be like a group of people. Yeah, it and was I'll, not I, like it was not a consequence. Yeah, and I I rather and I did all my work. I could do my work because I wasn't distracted. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you do your work. Because you, you get everything for the day, all your periods mm-hmm. and all your classes, and you just do it in two hours, and then you got nothing else to do. Yeah. Well, it depends on who you're assigned to. If it was our PE teacher, you'd be like, oh, you're done? You can use a stack of papers, <laughs> and you write the dictionary. He'll, he'll make us write the oh, entire dictionary. MG. He'll give us, like, not, not the entire dictionary. He'll just, like, open it, and from there, just write. I'm like, just copy it? Just copy the dictionary and on a piece of paper. Oh, my gosh. Or, like, he'll make us do, like, whatever you did wrong and write it 5,000 times. <laughs> like, like in the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> he'll do that. And it was, like, I caught smart and I got, like, four pencils and I started writing it. <laughs> really? It, you can do that. <laughs> so, like, I just wrote. ADHD strikes again. Yeah. Here we go. But, Yeah. What were we going after that? Well, I don't know. We've gone through so many bunny trails, <laughs> um, but I really didn't think this episode was going to be long, but yeah, sponsored by ADHD, <laughs> we have like a full episode. Yeah, but yeah, so we're going to be married in less than a Nine week. days, I think. So we, you, you are going to have a, a podcast next Saturday. Mm-hmm. But it will be our wedding day. It will be our it wedding. It will be releasing on our wedding day. It will be releasing on our wedding day. So, you probably, I don't know if we might get 
one after that? Probably not. So we'll probably take a break. Maybe. I don't know. know. Well, who knows? I know we've got some people lined up, so we'll figure it out. But We'll let you know on the Insta. On the Insta, but next week, definitely tune in. Our pastor, Becky Manasseh, will be talking to us. she has an amazing story. Yeah. And she had an amazing husband. Mm-hmm. Our don't give too much away. We want them to come I back know. and listen. Our two followers need yeah. to listen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be an amazing story. I got a lot. So we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. So that'll be awesome. But thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. This was a trip. I'm sorry. We I have ADHD and we go to different <laughs> trails and stuff. But we eventually go back to where we're supposed to be. We talked what we wanted to talk about. So thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at worth it all underscore podcast. Yeah. And we will talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye.